Hello everyone, my name is Daniel, as in Ghost Guide, and today I'd like to talk a little bit about how I ruined a haunted location. Now this uh, sounds like a grandized title, they seem to seem to love this whole marketing thing, but uh, here's the thing, it's, it's, it's not untrue. Now this uh, has to do with an investigation I was part of many, many, many moons ago at a place known as the Merritt House. Now if you're not familiar with the Merritt House, you might know it by another name, the White House of Rock. Now if uh, you're from southern Ontario like I am, you're familiar with the radio station 97.7 Hits FM. This is their radio station. Now, it used to be in the day that radio stations would be placed into older type houses. I don't know if it was a marketing thing, kind of like my title for the podcast. Or maybe it was just the fact that uh, the old houses seemed to be perfect for radio stations. I'm not sure. Maybe it was easy to soundproof the rooms. I, I can't tell you I'm not an expert. But many radio stations back then put into older houses. An example would be the... Uh, now Keg Mansion in Toronto uh, was a radio station before it was a restaurant. But thankfully the Merritt House has remained the home to 97.7 Hits FM as well as a AM station too. And I say that because at the time it was quite accessible. A lot of locations like restaurants, they're open late into the evening. So it's not easy to do an investigation. Back in the day, I'm talking about pre-2001, the Merritt House was kind of an open book. It was a little mysterious uh, of a location. Uh, they, they did kind of keep things behind closed doors, and you had to be a DJ for the radio station or, or working for the radio station itself to be able to get inside. But the group that I used to be part of, uh, we did Paranormal Investigations, and it started in 1999, went to about 2004 when I backed away personally. Just didn't have the patience for these real investigations. I've talked about it before. But we, uh, we had a contact inside the radio station that was interested in, in, in having the ghosts looked into because they all knew. They all knew the place was extremely haunted. So that reason they wanted somebody to give them information. So we set it up. It was one of my first major investigations personally. We had done some smaller ones before that, but this one was a really well-known haunted location. You know, it was a, a kind of location that when you write the, the article and you put up the evidence, that could very easily put you on the map. So I was excited. So the investigation happened. Now, when we first arrived, an event occurred. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tease this for you. This uh, event that happened at the beginning, uh, I'm going to cover it later because this, I believe, is the main reason why that uh, no paranormal group is allowed back into this location, hence the title of the podcast. This one event ruined everything. And when you hear it, you'll, you'll, you'll see why. But before I, I go to that, I'm just going to give you an idea of how the investigation overall happened and how it occurred so it was myself my partner at the time we were the investigators and then with us we had two accomplished psychics michelle who was the more veteran one 
And then Kate, who was um, very good psychic, but kind of still learning, learning the craft. So we went inside with very open minds. Now, I knew a little bit about the history and the stories. My partner did as well. The psychics, though, they went in cold. They did not know uh, anything. That's the style. I don't know if that's how it's still how it's done today. should be uh, that we don't want to influence what they end up picking up. So they went in cold. We had some information, but not a huge amount. We could confirm this with the employee who um, allowed us into the building. So the investigation went quite well. Now, it wasn't very active. Things didn't happen to us in, in per se while we were inside of the building. Um, it was actually quite quiet. Nice little tour. Uh, we started out in the basement, which for the history of that house is absolutely spectacular. So uh, the Merritt House was built by William Hamilton Merritt. And he's the guy who oversaw the building of the Welland Canal. So one of the coolest historic features of the house is this tunnel that goes from the canal into the sub-basement of the house. So not even just the basement. In the basement, there's some stairs that go down to another level that used to lead to the tunnel. I think it's been long since filled in. So you had uh, the basement area, which was known to be very haunted, and uh, we'll factor into what I tell you at the end here, the reason nobody's allowed back in, paranormal-wise. So we started doing the investigation and walking through, and uh, right from the beginning, Kate talked about being harassed by a male energy. Now, she wouldn't say human per se, and she asked the spirit, um, what would you like us to call you or what is your name? And this thing, in a way, a little bit uh, nasty, like the, a little bit of a joker. Uh, he said to call him Booger. I don't know what the play was. Uh, I would find out much, much later on, as in only a few months ago, <laughs> that there's actually a, a TV show, um, WKRP in Cincinnati. If anybody's watched that show, that uh, there is a uh, scene, I forget the character, the guy's name, the actor's name, but he's the main character in the show. He was a DJ, and they told him he couldn't swear, and I guess swearing back then is the word booger. I don't think that's the case now, but he, uh, he like, growled it into the microphone, and I think... Um, like, how, how he said it was very creepy... So I don't know. I didn't find out till much later that this had actually been on that TV show, which is about a radio station. So I almost think today that the, the spirit Booger was, was saying that as a play on the old show, but I digress. So this, this spirit was um, kind of haunting Kate throughout the entire evening, bothering her, and she kept talking about it. It was uh, kind of affecting the way she read the building as well. So this thing was just was giving her a hard time that was the biggest thing now we had our equipment going um main equipment for us back then of course cameras and um recorders now it isn't digital recorders these were micro cassette recorders i'm sure i have the cassettes here somewhere but um i don't know like i you could you could debate on whether a digital recorder and a micro cassette recorder captures EVPs differently, EVPs as in ghost voices. I'd, I'd be happy to have that conversation. I'm not sure how far I would go. I'm not, again, I'm not an expert in that. But 
we did capture some interesting stuff. So I'm going to play those for you in a moment. But just the overall investigation inside the house again, it was quite quiet. Uh, Kate and Michelle did very well. Michelle picked up on some interesting stuff that did resonate with the employee. And we captured as much evidence as possible. Now, okay, so I got two more things to mention. So the first thing is going to be the EVPs. The second thing is the experience on why people are not allowed back in the building for paranormal investigations of any kind. So the first thing with the EVPs, so I'm going to do a little bit of uh, sound editing. Sorry if it's going to be kind of choppy. I'm going to do my best, but I'm going to play uh, three of them for you, and I want you to, to, to really listen closely. Now, there is something known as mind matrixing. I'm very aware of it, that once you hear something, you hear it forever. It's the same thing when you're looking at an orb photo and you see a face. Once you see it, you see it forever. Now, other people might look at that photo and say, I see nothing. I see a droplet or whatever. But you see it. And it's the same thing with the EVPs. I've heard these sounds so many times in the past. Well, this year will be 20 years. And every time I hear them, I hear, I hear the voice as clear as day. But I've played it for people and they're like, I, I don't hear that. So I'm going to leave it up to you. Now, if you want to tell me what you hear, I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> I'd love to hear from you. Uh, the Ghost Guy Daniel on Facebook or Gigi Daniel at ghostwalks.com. So the first one, the first one uh, was when we were coming out of the basement. So it was myself, my partner, Kate and Michelle walking up the stairs from the basement to the first floor and um yeah it was kate asked michelle if the ghosts of the basement could follow us because this building was so energetic that uh, there's different ghosts on each floor so she asked michelle very clearly okay can the ghosts from the basement follow us to the first floor and you hear michelle answer no and then the evp uh cuts in at the very end and to me it sounds almost like a woman's voice i think an older woman but that's up to debate it says the words actually you know what i won't say that i'm going to play it now see if you hear it and then i'll tell you what i hear afterwards Did you hear it? Okay, so the words at the very end was the EVP. And for me, it sounds like don't count on it. Now, if that's the case, I still get chills when I think about it. This, this in my opinion, is the best EVP I've heard. It's from one of my investigations, so I guess I'm jaded. But it is a very interesting one. So it sounds like don't count on it. Like this woman is basically saying to Michelle, I can follow you. So it's bold in so many ways. So the second one here. Now this was uh, taken during a quiet part of the evening. Uh, I believe there's some talking. Let me just... Yeah, it's Michelle. So Michelle is kind of talking in the background there. And then almost right up against the microphone, it's a very demonic sounding voice. So again, I'm going to play it. 
So you, I'm not going to say what I hear or see what you hear, and then I'll come back. Does that creep you out? I mean, if you're if you're listening to my show right now and uh, it's in, like a dark room at night, I'm sure <laughs> that's uh, that's probably the wrong thing to do right now. So yeah. Uh, so what I hear at the end, it sounds like it's saying the name Anna, Anna, A N N A. I mean, if you think about it, I mean that is an older fashioned name back in the time that this house was a house. Uh, the name Anna would not be uncommon if it said. Uh, a lesser known name that's something that wouldn't be from the victorian time then maybe i would question this but that's interesting and of course nobody in the group was named anna and nobody's name even comes mine's the closest uh, daniel dan but uh it doesn't sound like that to me I'm just gonna listen here quickly yeah no that's definitely not saying dan so that's 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 what I hear. I hear Anna. The final one here is the other investigator, um, my partner at the time. And uh, where were we? I actually don't remember. I don't remember which room we were in for this one. But anyway, she's talking. Uh, her name is Stephanie. She's talking. And uh, then at the end of what she says, it's almost like something is answering her. And it, I, I hear the words. I, again, I'm not going to say it until after you hear it right now. It looks like this area was... Oh, you know, this might have been the main area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was the main area. I don't know why. Did you hear it? So she's, she's talking, that's Stephanie talking, and at the very end, it's almost like something is agreeing with her. And what I hear are the words, of course, Stephanie. So, uh, yeah, she's talking, she's talking. There's a pause. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of creepy in the back. It's almost like the timing was correct. Now, I want you to know, I mean, the timing seems correct, but this, like, these are cuts from the full tape so there was a full tape of the entire night uh it was it was gone through and then these were just the cuts with the evps in the background nothing here is purposely timed that's just how the night played out so and again these were only caught on tape there was nothing else heard in the background uh, nothing that was heard when we were in there it was actually very quiet inside the house so I don't know. You're hearing what I'm hearing, uh, but um, let me know. Again, Ghost Guide Daniel on Facebook is the easiest way, or GG Daniel at ghostwalks.com. Now there's one more clip I will play. Now these are all on our website. If you guys want to see an article, it's uh, the article is titled "Ghost Voices from the Merritt House with EVP." It's on ghostwalks.com. You can listen to those over and over again, even on there. A clip I'll play at the end uh, is is an on-air ghost. So this this is a radio station, as I mentioned. They were doing a morning show for 97.7. And while they were doing the show, some demonic voice came through. So for that, um, uh, that uh, was caught on air. And I actually have the sound from it. Now, this, this is from 
not long after the 2001 visit, so it might have been 2001, 2002, that this occurred. And they actually mentioned about the house being haunted. Uh, it's a cut version. I'll, I'll play it at the very end. It's about four minutes long, so stay tuned for that at the end if you want to hear it. But here's the time that uh, hopefully you were all waiting with, with, with bated breath. This is the reason why no paranormal group is allowed into the building anymore. Now, you, you'd hope I'd feel bad about this. I don't know. I don't know if I feel bad about it because in a way I've, I think I've helped. That me and the group have helped because um, what happened before we arrived there was so grand and so detrimental to the radio station that it kind of keeps everybody else out. Not, I mean, there was other things that occurred after the investigation that, you know, if handled by an experienced team, which we were inexperienced at the time, but our psychics were wonderful. But an experienced team with um, inexperienced psychics, it could be very damaging to someone because the energy at the Merritt House is quite negative. Now, I, I dare say that it was never human. I dare say that whatever energy has taken over that house is on a different level. Definitely the most the most crazy I've personally experienced. And one of the reasons why I say that is not only because of what happened after, which I can cover in a future podcast, but because of what happened before we got there. And this is... The crux of the show. Now, it wasn't out of the ordinary that if we were about to go and investigate a truly haunted place, that something would reach out to us the night before. Something would happen at my home, at the psychic's homes. We'd get reached out to in a dream. Information would come to us in one way or another. This is when you're going into a real haunted location. So that's how one of the reasons you can know you were going in for a good investigation. Now, the night before the Merritt House, we were inexperienced at that point. I, I personally didn't really know to expect anything, but it did reach out. Not to us, though, because if it reached out to us, there really wouldn't have been the same effect. And whatever this energy was at the Merritt House wouldn't have got its point across and wouldn't have barred future investigative groups from coming in. It reached out to the building itself. Okay, so let me explain. We arrived for the investigation. They let us in and um, the, our contact. And then one of the workers was there as well. And I just remember the look. The contact, she, she was like smiling as usual. It was a very nice lady. Uh, but the, <laughs> the one worker uh, looked a little bit peeved. Now, they didn't tell us why. They did not tell us why. Because they wanted us to be surprised and shocked. And boy, did that work. Because they, they walked us into the basement, walked us up towards this closed door at the end of a, or at the one side of an open room. And I'll, I'll never forget it. When we were walking up, they had a little, uh, little boombox radio that was playing 97.7. And the minute I was looking at the door, it was just this ominous feeling. ACDC's Highway to Hell starts up. The timing was creepy but uh anyway yeah i I thought about that after the fact when i was walking up i was just extremely curious so they go up to the closed door and there's a bit of a pause beforehand they say yeah something happened 
something happened last night. And she opens the door. And what's on the other side? The radio station's entire CD library. So this is a room, not a very big room, where the entire one wall is covered with shelving for CDs. And so they had the CDs perfectly organized, perfectly set up, easy to find, easy to grab, categorized, all that stuff. And in the middle of the night, hundreds, I'm talking a massive pile, came flying off the one uh, wall, hit the opposite wall, and then fell to the floor. So what I was looking at, a whole bunch of empty CD shelves on the right, and on the left, piled on the floor, broken CDs. Now, the CD themselves, it wasn't enough strength to smash a CD into bits, but a lot of the cases were opened up and separated, uh, plastic cracked for the cases themselves. I'm sure some of the CDs got scratched. So this is not something that they would fake. And I thought the first thing in my mind is, okay, they just want this investigation to be amazing and it's going to give them some marketing. But then you start to think about it, you know, with common sense and you realize that that can't be the case. I mean, this is hundreds of man hours they don't have to reorganize and money that a radio station never has to replace the damaged CDs. This was real. Now, I'll leave it to them for being very professional. It was wonderful that even though that in a roundabout way, we had caused this. Nobody expected it. It wasn't on purpose, but in a roundabout way, we had caused this. So I'll leave it to them. That was wonderful. They still let us do the investigation. We still came up with many wonderful experiences when the night was done. But we kind of knew that that was it. So we had to... We had to get everything in in that one evening. That was our only choice because there was no way in hell that they were going to allow us back into the building after what had occurred. So smash CDs, hundreds of man hours, money they don't have to replace them. That is the reason why and how I ruined a haunted locations. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. Again, if you want to contact Ghost Guide Daniel on Facebook, ggdaniel at ghostwalks.com. And uh, stay tuned. In a moment, I am going to play the on-air ghost that occurred on 97.7 Hits FM. Thanks for listening. Hey, Hits FM. Lost you. I lost you. Hey, Monkey Chunks. How are you? What do you think about the teaser this morning? I'm going to take a guess and say the third song. It says what? The third one. The third song. One, two, three. The third song? On the album, yeah. Third song on the album. That's a series of threes. You got three songs, three albums, and the songs are the third song on the three albums, judges. So far, the only monsters I've seen are you two. <laughs> What the hell was that noise? Oh my goodness, it sounds like a ghost. What the hell? That now, freaks me out. Before we go to the third song, that was weird. There was some weird noise that was just broadcast on the radio station. Uh-huh. And we uh, have been known in this place to have, like, ghosts in the, in, yes. in the place. It's haunted. It's uh-huh. official. I don't know if I got that, if that shows up on the tape at all. Let me run this. The third song. Go back. Let's turn it way up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
As mm-hmm. soon as he went to go say his answer. <laughs> oh, my oh God. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Now the ghosts are trying to make guesses on the teaser. <laughs> Sons of a going to hell. They better not get it before me. Wow. Yeah, well, the ghosts get it before <laughs> Slacker does. That's wild. Some spooky stuff happens. Even Slacker's only been here a couple of months, but she's felt cold breezes and weird stuff and noises here in the building. And something happened during the teaser. I want you to listen to this. Right. And it just came out of nowhere. This is nothing faked, but uh, answering a call about the teaser. And just listen in the middle here. Teaser this morning. I'm going to take a guess and say the third son of the Oh, what? my what? God. Isn't that I got goosebumps. I am shaking. Isn't that freaky? I am shaking. Run that again if we can. No, Teaser this morning. I'm going to take a guess and say the third son of the hill. Oh, my oh. God. What? So satanic. Third one. Third son. Oh, my God. Oh. I am sh- I am really shaking. No, I don't like that at all. My skin is chicken skin right now. All my legs is all chicken skin and my hair standing up. Have you ever gone to hauntedhamilton.com? Yes. Yes. Sounds they- exactly like that. That's what he did. That's what Those it voices like. they had on tape. Uh, yeah. From exactly. walking around in here. Exactly. Uh, it is. Finally. Have you run it slow to see what it says? And, and it backwards. Says, we can go and run it. <laughs> we can run it backwards too, I think. Let's see what it sounds Maybe like. you just wanted to guess on the teaser. I think so. What are you doing, Michael? Making pope jokes. And the other thing is, the guy that was given the answer didn't react. Like, he was just like, oh, you didn't hear me? And he repeated himself. He didn't hear that. No. And it wasn't him joking around, so uh, that's wow. something to spook me and uh, get the hell out of here. I gotta go. Thanks. Now leave Christy. Enjoy <laughs> yourself here. Now I got the jeebies, man. At least you know you won't be doing your show alone. <laughs> I've always wanted a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that anymore. That's freaking me out. Oh. Oh my God. Freaky. I'm starting to read into what he's saying. Rotten hell. Uh, Doesn't say rotten hell. No. Doesn't say rotten. Does it say rotten hell? Oh, yeah. Go to hell? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to listen to it. Go to hell? One more time. Go to hell. Go and yell. I don't know. Make it louder. Maybe he's requesting a song. Maybe he wants to hear Rebel Yell by (laughs) Billy (laughs) (laughs) Idol. Run like hell, Pink Floyd. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell smells? We're out of here. AMF, stay off the pipe, and please don't forget to wipe. You just seen Christy jump off her chair the first time you played that. She went up in the air. We're out of here. AMF, stay off the pipe. Please don't forget to wipe. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Oh.